0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Hey friends, it's Heather Bunch again, your courageous coach, and it's fireside chat time. We are in the middle of a series that we just started on disciplining our life. I know it sounds exciting. If you're just joining me, never fear. I know you're thinking, ah. I don't want to hear about discipline. You know what? Discipline doesn't mean you're in trouble. Discipline does not mean you're being corrected. Discipline means training. We are going to train ourselves just like an athlete would train themselves for the Olympics. We are training ourselves for the race that we're running. We are training ourselves so that we can fulfill our potential. We are training ourselves so that we can avoid, you know, the pitfalls that so many people fall into. When you are disciplined, when you discipline your life, you are going to be able to fulfill and what God's called you to do, and you're going to be able to reach your potential. Now, we need to discipline ourselves in three areas. I mentioned that this last time. We need to discipline our thought life. We need to discipline our feelings. And we need to discipline our actions. And why do we need to do this? Because we think, we feel, we act. We think a thought that leads to a feeling. And then that feeling will cause us to act a certain way. We will act on that feeling. If we can discipline that entire process, do we are going to live the life we were meant to live. So many people are going on a great path and they trip and fall because they did not discipline themselves in either their thoughts, their feelings, or their actions. They either thought something dumb, felt something dumb, or acted dumb. And if you got a dumb thought, it's going to lead you to a dumb feeling and it's going to lead you to a dumb action. We do it all the time. I know I do it all the time. So... What we're doing is right now we're focusing on disciplining our thoughts. So this is the second podcast in that. Last time we talked about think life. We need to think life. Just like Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, I set before you life and death. Choose life. And we're going to do that through um, disciplining our thoughts. We're going to ask ourselves questions. Remember, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it kind? Today, I want to talk to you about speak life. You see, whatever we're thinking on usually comes out our mouth. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who eat it, those who love it will eat its fruit. We're going to eat the fruit of what we say. Whatever we're thinking on is going to come out our mouth. Are we eating fruit that we want to eat? Is the fruit that beautiful, wonderful, juicy white peach? Man, I love white peaches. They're so good. Have you ever had a white peach? they like different than a yellow peach. They are so good. So you can either eat that beautiful, white, juicy peach or that awesome pineapple. Of pineapple or you can eat that bitter fruit did you ever eat a blackberry that was like oh my gosh it was like this sour like you got a bad one or something I don't know what it is it's got this weird flavor thing going on I have done that and when you speak death when you speak words that are negative it's like eating that that ooh that just that blackberry that's off taste you are eating the fruit of that. I struggled with this one for years. For years and years, I would call myself an idiot. Oh, Heather, you're such a dummy. Anytime I would make a mistake, it was all, It was especially around mistakes. I do not like failing. I don't like making mistakes. I don't like looking like an idiot. Like. I I realize um I get I got embarrassed a lot and I still do. Like it's still uncomfortable for me, but I'm really working on this one. I'm, I'm not where I want to be, but I am not where I started. But I always struggled with that. And and when I made a mistake, I would beat myself into the ground. And I would not just think the thoughts, they would come out my mouth and I would literally speak death over myself. Heather, you're an idiot. Heather, you're never going to get this right. Heather, you're not enough. Heather, you're not as good at so-and-so. Heather, you can't speak. Heather, you always forget what you're going to say. Heather, you always freeze. Heather, you're not as good as, you know, your brother. That was a big one for me. I was always comparing myself to my brother. No more, though. No more. Because you know what? That's not who God made me to be. My God doesn't need another, you know, Eric. Or Dave, those are my brothers. He needs a Heather. He needs Heather to show up as Heather. And he needs you to show up as you. But you got to start speaking life over yourself. Now, listen, you're not going to feel like it all the time. Okay, I get that. You're also not going to believe it right away. That's okay. I didn't either. But I knew speaking death over myself was not going to help me. So I had to learn to discipline my mouth, discipline my speech. I had to learn to speak life. Do you ever heard the statement? Do you ever do this as a kid? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a load of crock. Like, if I could cuss on this, I would totally cuss because that is not the truth. It is BS. Okay? Words hurt. I can remember in the sixth grade where I had my best friend of three years, her and this other girl, they turn on me, they write me a note in class and we're like, we don't want to be a friend anymore. And I'm like frantically writing back, why? what I do? Oh my gosh, because I got to fix it, right? Because if you've known me for any length of time, Heather does not like conflict because conflict means disconnection. And I want to be connected with people. I'm all about people. And so I'm like, I'm going to fix it. And they write back and they're like, we're not even going to tell you. Those words stuck with me for decades. So much so that it took me a really long time to get to know people and to allow them to know me. It took me even longer to allow others to know me. I'm a good listener, but I don't always share things with people. It took me a long time to get to that those words hurt me. The words that you speak over yourself and the words that you speak over others hurt. What are you speaking over yourself? Are you speaking life or are you speaking death? What are you speaking over others? Are you speaking life or are you speaking death? specifically, I'm talking spouse and kids. Typically, that's where we tend to struggle with the pe- people that are closest to us. Now, if you don't have us, if you're not married, you, you don't have kids, then look at the people that are closest to you. Maybe it's maybe it's your parents or maybe it's a sibling. What are you saying? What are you speaking? I, w- I was talking to my husband about this uh, just Um, this morning. And I learned this principle from my mom. And it was focus on the 90% someone who's doing right, instead of the 10% someone who's doing wrong. Think about that for a second. Focus on the 90% that someone is doing right, instead of the 10% that someone is doing wrong. She was referencing specifically children because his parent had um, particular issues with the 10% that this kid was doing wrong. And, you know, they were They were screwing up. And, but they were doing far more right than they were screwing up. And how many times do we look at somebody else and we focus and nitpick on that 10% that's wrong? Instead of noticing the the 90% they're doing right. We also do it to ourselves. We focus on the 10% we're screwing up. Instead of the 90% we're getting right. What are you focusing on? Speak life to that. Speak to that 90%. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Speak life. Just like I shared last episode, I wanted you to review your thoughts and ask it three questions because remember when you ask great questions, you get great answers. And I asked you, I got these questions originally from John A. Cuff in his book Soundtracks, fabulous book by the way. One of my favorites on your thought life. But we ran our thoughts through these three questions and it was is this thought true? Is this thought helpful and is this thought kind? If you answered no to any of those questions, you needed to change your thought so you could think life. I want you to do the same thing with your speech, with what you're saying. The words that are coming out your mouth. Is what I'm saying true? You know what? It might be true. Your kid might be screwing up. Your husband might have made a bad choice and done something dumb, okay? But is this, what I'm saying, helpful? I'm not, and what I'm saying too is not just the words that are coming out your mouth, the body language that you're using, the tone of voice that you're using. You could say the exact same words in a different way and they will take it entirely different. You could say truth and love, like using a loving voice, a, a tone of voice that says, hey, I'm here, I'm your advocate, I'm with you, I'm for you. Or you can come at them like, you blankly blank, I can't believe you blank. And even if you're not saying those words, your attitude and your tone of voice and your body language is speaking that to them. If you're not sure, do they soften when you talk to them or do they harden up and come back at you? If they get defensive and either run the other way or come back at you, your tone of voice, your body language is off or what you're saying is off. It's not giving life, it's giving death. So watch their reaction. That will let you know, that will clue you in. So if you're not sure, Just look what they're doing back, okay? Because if they get defensive or they, they you know, run off or, or they attack, you need to fix what you're saying and how you say it. All right. Good old, good old thumper's mom said it best. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes that's the best thing you can do. But going back to those three questions, okay, I want you to use that for your speech. Is it true? Is it helpful? And is it kind? Is it kind? Is what you're about to say to either yourself or to someone else true, helpful, or kind? Run it through those questions. And if it's not, you need to change what you're going to say or you need to change how you're going to say it. It just kind of depends. Sometimes you can say those words and you just need to shift your body language and your vocal tone. And and that'll make it easier for someone to say or to hear and receive. Because listen, the point isn't to be right. The point is to speak life. The point is to build life-giving relationships. Not to be right not to have it your way. It's not like Burger King. BK have it your way. Have you seen those commercials? It's terrible. They're terrible. All right. They get people that can't sing on purpose. I'm not not sure of the marketing value in that. But I will say this, people pay attention to it because it's terrible. Here I am talking about it. That's proof right there. Marketing's working. Is it kind Is it helpful? Is it true? You need to ask this, okay? You need to speak life and life more abundantly over people, over yourself. Watch your words because they matter. They reveal what you're thinking on. And remember, we think, we feel, we act. And whatever we act on, that's where our life's going to go but it all starts with our thoughts. We have to discipline our thoughts. We have to discipline our thoughts so we speak life. We have to discipline our thoughts so we think life. Now, next episode, I'm gonna share with you how else you can discipline your thoughts so you can feed it life. So, homework. I want you to start watching what you say. I want you to start watching and be an observer of how people are reacting to what you say, how you're reacting to what you say. Start noticing those things. So many of us don't even realize what we're saying and how we're saying it. It's just coming out our mouth so automatically. So start being an observer on that. And then ask yourself, is this true? Is what I'm about to say true? Is what I'm about to say helpful and is what I'm about to say kind? If it's not, don't say it. Say it a different way or just hold your tongue like Thumper. Thumper wasn't very good at holding his tongue and he got in all kinds of trouble. I'm just going to tell you that. (laughs) How many times have you said something you're like, dang it, that got me in trouble. Um, Yes, me too. Me too. Oh my gosh, so many times. I'm going to tell you, God's given you, I'm going to give you one more little thing before I go. God's given you this beautiful space between when the thought hits and when you actually say it out your mouth. There's this little pause and it's in the pause that you have the moment to change it. That's when you question it. That's when you switch it. That's when you speak life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So let's eat good fruit, shall we? I agree. They are so much better. All right, my friends. Listen, if you're enjoying this series, please share it with a friend. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? If the podcast platform that you're listening to this on allows you to rate or review the show, would you do me a favor and do that for me? That would help me so much. And because what it does is it helps other people find the show. I am here for you, my friend. I am here so that you can live your life fearlessly free, doing what God's called you to do. So you can stop hiding. You can show up fully yourself and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. And we're learning. We're going to do that through disciplining our life, disciplining our thoughts, disciplining our feelings and disciplining our actions. All right, my friend, I want you to speak life. You have got this and Father's got you. Thank you a bunch for listening. And until next time, live fearlessly free.